Good morning, and welcome to today's Sunday School lesson. How good is your forgetter? You tend to forget the things you should remember and remember many things you wish you forget. In Ephesians second chapter, verse 11, the Apostle Paul begins a new paragraph asking us to remember something very important. What is it that is so important that he repeats the word twice in two verses? Let us pray. Gracious and eternal Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for this word. Father, we ask that you to open our hearts, our minds, and our souls as we study your word. Father, we ask that you let it permeate in our hearts. But Father, let us take it and share it with the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The title of today's Sunday School lesson is One in Jesus Christ. And it's taken from the printed text of Ephesians, the second chapter, verses 11 through 22. The aim for change for today's lesson is that by the end of this lesson, we will understand Paul's explanation of Jews and Gentiles becoming one in Christ, express pain and sorrow over the divisions within Christ's church and joy when divisions are broken down and become acquainted with the church unifying and church dividing issues in order to devise strategies for addressing them. Keep in mind in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord. Ephesians 2nd chapter verse 21 King James Version. As a lesson background, Many barriers divided the Jews and the Gentiles in the ancient world. Paul devotes most of, it, most of his attention in this portion of the letter to the essential oneness of the church. For Jews and Gentiles alike, Paul explained that keeping the law was not a requirement for salvation. Christ is the fulfillment of the law, making it complete. Salvation cannot be earned through strict adherence to the law or by works. Nevertheless, we are not absolved of our responsibilities to do what is right. Salvation by grace through faith does lead to good works. Thus, no one had the right to boast about personal goodness. There was no need for Jews and Gentiles to be divided based on the Mosaic law. Christ became and remains the peace of all believers. Therefore, there is no need for division and discord. By lessening the significance of ethnic and cultural identity, both Jews and Gentiles gain something far better and greater. I will read today's verses in their entirety and we will discuss them afterwards. Verse 11, wherefore, remember that ye being in the time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you are sometimes were far off or made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who have made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in the flesh the enmity, even the law of the commandments 
contained in the ordinances for to make in himself of twain one new man so making peace verse 16 and that he might reconcile both unto god in one body by the cross having slain the enmity thereby and came and and preached peace to you which were which were afar off and to them that were nigh verse 18 for through him we both have access by one spirit into the father now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of god verse 20 and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets jesus christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into an holy temple in the Lord. Verse 22, in whom ye also are built together for an, for an inhabitation of God through the Spirit. The key points from today's scriptures or lesson will be broken down as follows. In the first portion, verses 11 through 12, which we call, you are outsiders. This is what your life was like before you came to Christ. Take a few moments and reflect upon your life before you put your trust in Christ as your personal savior. What characterized your lifestyle? What did you think and act and behave? Paul uses abstract words, circumcision and uncircumcision to describe two groups of people. The Jewish people are the circumcision and the non-Jewish or Gentiles are the uncircumcision. He brings out clearly in Galatians 5 and 6 that it really makes no difference at all because what matters is faith working through love. The physical cutting of the flesh was no true indication that the individual had the right, had the right relationship with God. It is the circumcision of the heart that makes a person right with God. And that's in Romans, the second chapter, verse 25 to 29. What really matters is a new nature. In verse 11 to 12, you were, you were separate from Christ. Paul, in addressing the Gentiles or non-Jews, say you were separate from Christ. The non-Jews were outside of the covenant of Israel. They were godless, Christless, and hopeless. They had no chance of being saved. Salvation was a part of the covenant of God with the hopeless. They had no chance of being saved. Salvation was a part of the covenant with God, Israel, with God, Israel, and non-Jewish were excluded. Because of their fallen state, they were not united with Christ by faith. That was just as true of the Jewish people. But the non-Jewish religions were totally pagan, with no chance of hearing about the promise of the Messiah. They had no expectation of the coming Savior. Moreover, by the time of the Apostle Paul, the Jews had an immense contempt for all non-Jews. And then verse 12, 12, 8 through 13, they were outside of Christ. Paul writes, you were at the time without the Messiah. The Gentiles had no hope of a Messiah or of salvation. They had never heard of the great prophecies in the Old Testament of the coming of the Messiah. They did not understand the purpose of the Jewish sacrifices and the hope of the Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world. The Gentiles before the coming of Jesus Christ 
were hopeless. And now you are insiders, verses 13 and 14. What a change. You were spiritually dead, now you are alive. You were far off, and now you have been brought near. Who is it that brings about this change? It is Jesus Christ. Gentiles who were far away now have a vital union with the anointed of God. They are now in Christ Jesus. They are now in the inner circle. They were once far away, having been brought near because of the blood of Christ. The atoning sacrifice of the death of Jesus has removed all barriers to God. The atoning death of Jesus Christ brings us near God. In the past, the Gentiles were separate from Christ, cut off from his blessings and salvation. But now, in Christ, they have a vital union with him. Christ, our peace, in verse 14, the Apostle Paul teaches us the railings or fence erected for separation has been torn down by the cross of Jesus. It is a completed action in the past. It has been destroyed. Reconciliation has been accomplished. In any Christless society, there can be nothing but middle walls and partitions and hostility. Christ destroyed the wall. How? Christ has made the two, the, the two into one new man, thus establishing peace. We have peace with God through the blood of Jesus. We have been justified by faith. And in verses 15 to 22, subtitled Brothers in the Family of God, God has created one new body. We are reconciled, we are reconciled into one body. We have been reconciled into one body to God through the cross, as in verse 16. Christ died to reconcile them both in one body to God through the cross by which the hostility has been killed. The basis for the reconciliation is the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ. When did Christ come to and preach? It was the day when the, his apostles and missionaries arrived bearing the good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the mediator of a new covenant who has sprinkled blood to cut a new covenant with God. He is our peace. In conclusion, we are reconciled to one another. We are no longer strangers, outsiders, and aliens. Christianity transcends all the local cultural differences. It produces people who are friends with each other because they are friends with God. It produces people who are one because they meet in the presence of God to whom they all have access. We all have come on the same level of acceptance. Sinners saved by free grace. This concludes today's lesson. Let us pray. Gracious eternal Father, we thank you. We thank you for the oneness that you brought to us, Father. We thank you for removing the partition, removing the dividers so that we can become one. Father, we ask that you allow us just to continue to, to just take in your word so they can be closer to you and we can share this with others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.